is trending so far across the globe. Welcome back to today's Farmers Market Talk Show, and we'll be making reference to those of you who have sent in questionnaires to us. Many people said we have been talking about snails and uh, rabbits and uh, catfish that we haven't talked much about poultry farming. Okay, that's fine. If you're a poultry farmer out there and you feel you have what it takes and you like to educate fellow Nigerians, why not get in touch with us? But in the interim, for those of you who are planning to start farming, or perhaps we will call it poultry gardening or poultry and foodscaping, let us mention a few things that are of vital importance. Let us go there. And gentlemen, lady, if you're listening, that is if you're listening, because I, I notice a lot of Nigerians are so scared about data these days, and they are so scared that even using the data to find out information is such a problem. What a shame. The number you can call right now is 080-550-401906. First, let's look at those of you who are thinking of rearing a few birds, a few litters of whether you call it uh, broilers or layers or the cockerels. You must start from the position of making sure you have a good housing in place. Now, for those of you who are thinking of a mixture of semi and uh, intensive, yes, it is possible. But first, the things you must do is to go in there and grow some of your vegetables first because the vegetables must come. And then um, alfalfa grass, that's another thing that is really very proteinous and green for your chicken. You must make sure they are well in advance. You must have actually grown them three to four weeks in advance of the arrival of your chicks. So that is very, very important. And then if you're gonna be using movable coops, those coops must be located in a situation and in an area where it's far away from direct heat. So usually we recommend um, not too close under a tree, but close so that when the sun is directly um, overhead, um, it, the shed will fall on the east side, protecting your coop or housing. And also you have to look at the direction of rainfall and make sure the wind is not in the, in the direction where it can literally wet the gauze into the interior of your coop. So ensure you have extension of your um, roofing system. You have an extension. If you are doing a linto, Make sure the lintel has an extension put in the front and at the back. Remember that. That is very, very important. 
and then you need to design your coop in such a way that it makes it easy for you to be able to clean out the litter that is the droppings from the from the chicken so what are the advantages of housing your poultry bird you see it's good when you can free range as well as make sure in the evening they have somewhere to revert to that is very very important they must have somewhere to go rest because if your bird develop the habit of climbing trees to go and rest on the tree you lost them <laughs> there's no way you can adjust you can revert it yeah you can but well very difficult <laughs> so always ensure you have a good coop and um, you have some leverage like a bird to jump up and down see when you have a good housing for your bird it protects them from the harsh weather condition whether it's sun whether it's rain whether it's wind whichever the house provides protection for them then it makes it easy to protect them from predators especially night predators snakes um foxes and the likes of the even cats even your own dog if you're not careful your own dog will misbehave at night when you let them out as security so you just need to provide a housing for them then moreover it helps protect your chicken from marauding thieves especially now that it's coming up to christmas you'll find people who are prying over the fence see what's happening in the other side of the fence so you be careful then it makes it easy for you to identify um, problems before they, they, they occur it makes it easy for you to inspect your birds in the morning before you let them go which one has wicked eyes which one has bumble feet what is the color of that dropping and and all of those so housing is very very important and also when you have to provide uh, vaccination and medication you cannot provide them when they're on the free range because you see sometimes when they get alternative they don't go to your drinker's trough meanwhile that is where you put your medication so you've got to get it strict right do the coop in such a way that you can provide those medication right inside the coops before they get out. So it's very, very important that um, you, you, you do that. Then the house will assist you for handling in terms of catching A, B, C, either of them to do a proper inspection. Take a good look at them before they get out to pack um, the insects and the green vegetables in your garden. It's easy that way so don't forget and then most especially the fact that you can control some vice habits like feather pecking nail pecking and all of this and you know precisely when you should bake if you're having an overgrown beak and overgrown toenails all of those things you can inspect them when you are looking at them inside the coops and then finally and most important that is the real foundation which is 
to know what your stat means. You need to have a record of the activities of your day-to-day -day actions with your verbs or your gathered verbs. You got to know the quality of feed you are giving them week for week. It's important. And then be able to do what professional call feed conversion ratio, which is the amount of daily gain of kilogram that is converted into muscles which you determine as growth. It's very, very important. That will enable you to be able to do comparative analysis when something is not going wrong with your particular batch. So what will one kilogram of feed fed to your birds provide an equivalent morsel of mix kilogram week for week? If you plan to harvest your broiler in five to six weeks, will they have given you 1.8 to 2.4, 2.5 carcass weight? How will you know? How will you know? You've got to be able to weigh things side by side. Very, very important. And then, for those of you who are feeding your pullets, that is what we enable you to know that they have the right body conformity for the stack lane. Otherwise, they may live for two, three weeks, drop eggs, and problem has started. So that is very, very important. When we talk about bookkeeping, it's for you, your own benefit. It also helps you to determine profitability of your activity. Apart from the fact that you want to just um, raise a few birds to eat, you want to sell as well to make money so you can buy another, another batch. So those are factors that are very, very important. Accurate record keeping. If, if you lose a bird, you must write down why the mortality, or what was the reason for that mortality. You must be able to uh, account for it. You know, was it due to disease, or is it due to pilfering, which is due to uh, accidental uh, predator, or whatever? You must be able to identify. You write it down because it enables you to make correction for the next batch. Now we consider a few things that you must do actually before bringing in your twinglingly natures. Thinking about managing to prepare for their arrival. It's important. Like you said, uh, I'm sorry, like I mentioned initially, I said, if you want to do a mixed feeding scheme, in which case you want to feed them on marsh, as well as you want them to pick the green vegetables and proteinous insects in the community, or uh, perhaps in, in your own environment, then you have to plan ahead to have planted some of those delicious vegetables that your chicks will love. So that at least three to four weeks ahead, they are growing. They are growing. Very, very important. Since you're not going to be consuming those you, they are for your, your birds, then 
you will have prepared a nursery, you will have planted them. Alfalfa uh, takes um, a few while to germinate and then spread out. So you have to, and, and chicken love it so much, especially the greens and duckling, they love alfalfa grass. So, now, what must you do before the arrival of your birds? It's important that you get the housing right, and then prepare the equipment like water trough, feeding trough, thermometer, uh, heating appliances, uh, flooring materials, because you're not just going to put them there, they're very tender when they come, they all change, how you're going to provide the warmth for them, all of those things you have to put into consideration and make sure these things are all in place at least two weeks ahead. If you are buying from a reputable hatchery, they will notify you two weeks ahead that your birds will be ready for collection. Don't do like some people with this one, they need a chicken and they start running out of skelter. No, you will have booked ahead with a hatcher and they will tell you how their own strain of birds or breed of birds are managed. They will give you a vaccination regime. That is the vaccination you must give your birds till the time of harvest. They will give you all of those. Then typical medication that you must provide, you will have been given to you. So you now prepare yourself two weeks ahead. And then make sure all the utensils are working. Make sure it's not when your birds arrive you realize your thermometer has broken or your heater or the brother guards are not working. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's like wasting your money. So it's important. Check your water troughs. They're not leaking. Because if you're leaking, then that's the beginning of you set up in diseases for your birds from arrival. So you need to check all of those. And ensure your brother guards will put them nicely in place so they don't get out. And then microclimates. It's important that you are able to micromanage the environment so that it maintains a regular temperature that the birds need to be able to be active, to drink well, to eat well, and dash about. Very important. So then, when it's one week before their arrival, I will recommend that you bring in your wood shaving or solos, whichever one you prefer, spread them out, and thoroughly disinfect. That is why you're leaving a week. Not when your birds are arriving tomorrow, in our rush to go get wood shaving. I bet you don't know what has happened in the cabinet side or in the sawmill. So you need to get them a week in advance and thoroughly spread them out and expose to dryness so you can spray your disinfectants to kill out potential germs, uh, fungus, and whatever that might be growing in them. So you do that. You make sure everything is right. Mm -hmm. Now, on the day of arrival of the bird, what's most important is that 
Before the arrival of the birds, you tried to set up the heating system so that as they're arriving, they're walking into like a similar temperature from the hatchway. That will keep them strong, bodies, bodies vibrant, ready to start eating because your chicks will start eating anyway. They, they, it's a natural instinct. They start pecking everything, so it's best for them to peck the food. I will talk about the type of food as we go ahead. So you have to do that, and then make sure you have nice, but you know, not necessarily very cold, but you know, warm water, clean, fresh, warm water. In the trough, you know, not too cold. You don't want them to drink very, very cold, but just warm. Which is why you have to make sure your heating is on before the arrival of the bird. And then you get some very nice flat trough trays. That is where you put the, the feed so that the birds can eat freely at liberty around the night. Then remember to put your lightning in place so that when that is for they can still continue to have daylight in the coops or the house, depending on whichever you provide for them. It's very, very important. So make sure they're not overcrowded. You know the number of birds. Usually people will say uh, 0.5 or 1 last square. You can put maybe four or five per square foot. It depends on the size of your coop. But remember, try and do one for one. That is very, very good and comfortable. Now, but the moment when you spread them out and they start holding together, then it's a sign that they're very cold. Remember that one. You know, we check them from time to time, begin to check their attitude, begin to check their attitude. If the environment is too hot, they, they tend to walk away from, from heat and hold around the edges of your brother. God, it means it's very, very hot. But when they're evenly spread out, then it's a sign that you've gotten the temperature right. Okay? So, those are the things you must do, that is when they arrive, and then, like we normally recommend, don't be too far away, keep going there every two, two hours, take a look, 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 then on the house, and it's important for you to have some kind of uh, nylon curtains, so as to help to keep the heat in. So when the heat is too high, you roll the curtain up for fresh air to come in as well. That is very, very important. And those are part of the things you must have done on the construction of your coop or housing. That is important, you know. So, now it is important that you wash this equipment. You see, the first four days of life of the birds is very, very, very important. Very, very important.
body because that is when they develop the immunity in antibodies. So you make sure the waters are fresh, clean, and your disinfectants are washed every day, every morning. Sorry, your equipment are washed disinfectant every morning, and then you clean with clean water after before you now return them, allow them to drain properly, return them into the house, then you can put your water and you can put your, your, your feed. Then sometimes some people are a bit careless. Uh, they just say, ah, there's still food. No. You will measure out the amount of food they will eat up. So, because they will have had their droppings in the feed, and then when they eat it back, ingesting that, that is beginning of problem. So, feed them regularly. In fact, I would say a little every two, two hours. Give them a little chicks match or broiler starter every two to three hours. So they are having nice, fresh, crispy mash from time to time. So the first four to five days, that is when they develop all the functional immunity in their system. And then you know you are up to a very good start uh, for success at harvest time. Right? It becomes apparently important that by the second week you begin to lose because you will find some what we call runts, those who will definitely not grow well. <laughs> you begin to remove the runts from the fast eaters, fast growers, so that you can create a small box for the runts so that they too could have access to quality food. Because their runs does not mean they will not become or turn into cash or turn into money for you. They will eventually. They're just slow eaters. And because of their own generic makeup, they won't grow very fast. It does not mean they will not grow at all. So you commence you your selection. You select for weight, you select for body weight, you select for body conformity, you select for eating method. So if you can patiently identify the fast eaters, the ones that we get there and start eating first, if possible you can point them all together and move the slow eaters away to another side. Because you want to make sure you have the policy of all in, all out. You don't want a situation where you still have some and you're bringing some other stock in, then you are recycling diseases in your penthouse. Okay, now the next would be to talk about the feed and feeding regime. Well, let's take a few of these home first. Next week, we will continue on the feeding regime, feeding system. That is when you know the type of feed that you must buy depending on the choice of enterprise that they choose. Are you choosing broilers? They must be on broiler mash. And we have the starter, we have the maintenance starter, and we have the finisher. 
you know, the maintenance standard are just the broiler growers. It's not in uh, some people who don't start and finish and they'll, but we like people who do star, star growers and finishers. We have them all, depends on the, um, the way it's compounded for you. Then you have the, the, the chase match, the growers and the finishers as well for the, for the culettes. And then the same goes for the um, cockerel. Some of you who love a cockerel because there is market for a little hard texture um, to commate in the market. So all of those will be talking about um, next week when we come back. But in interim, please do listen to what we have on our email as advertisement for today. We have available table size catfish and melange. The melange are between 300 and 400 kilograms and it's Home Farms in Ikeja. And the telephone number to call is 080 Table size catfish and melange 300 to 400 grams available for sale. Again, the number is 080 Also available for sale is that of the practical guide for fish farming by Pastor Upola Abajdi. For those of you who are interested in the books, the books highlight every Thing that is important for you to make success in fish farming. Call 070-4438-9317. I repeat again, 070-4438-9317. That's, that's how far we got for today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever have adverts for your business, send it to six. Also, you can go to our website, weradio.online, to pick up more information or on our Instagram page at weradio.online. At We Radio Online Studio. At We Radio Online Studio. Don't miss that. Or you can send us an SMS to 08060625527. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And don't do anything mischievous. Let's meet you again. 11 a.m. Saturday morning when we will have Fama Timidayo talking more to us about general agricultural business. 
you to my producer, Jim Devine, all the way in Scotland. I've been a talk show host, Factor Women, and it's been another Farmers Market Radio on Pumpkin Radio. It's we're at the live studio.